This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was hockey. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And folks, this is episode number 272. For those of you who have been listening episode by episode, you heard in episode 271, we had our first guest in 15 months, Mr. (laughs) Yeah. Adam, I listened back and we we bombarded him. Did we bombard him? Was it a full bombardment? (laughs) I mean, there was definitely elements of bombardment throughout. Uh, it kind of felt like we were two like happy puppies who hadn't seen their owner in 15 months, and we were just jumping all over him, left and right. Well, so kudos to, be, to Amir for surviving. Absolutely. And to be totally honest, that's a little bit how it felt, how it like felt emotionally. Mm. It was like, oh my God, there's a guest at our home. Right. Like, right. it right. did feel a little bit like, I mean, like, you know, as has been said, like, we're all sort of relearning how to be social creatures again <laughs> after True. a year True. and a half indoors. And this yes. definitely felt like a thought out of of uh having a, a relearning how to have a guest on the podcast no better guest than amir what a yes. guy yes um, we intentionally but, picked amir for two reasons one we expected technical difficulties and yes. knew that he would be patient with them they occurred yes. and also we knew that he could probably withstand our first bombardment bombardment yes. yes which he did we, <laughs> mm-hmm. so we bombard we bombard yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, look, it wasn't all I mean, like, in addition to it just being a wonderful conversation with a great friend, mm-hmm. uh, it was also just nice to see this music and arts festival, frankly, taking a little more concrete shape. And mm-hmm. just having a band like the Amir and Steve band, like fully agreeing with their full consent to sign on to mm-hmm. the festival is a big get for us. Yes. So it feels we'll good get to get to that them. train on the tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your submission. We'll get back to you. One thing we <laughs> yeah. asked, and then we'll get into today's episode. In episode 271, uh, where yeah. Amir was our festival consultant. Yes. We asked Amir, um, or rather we asked the nation, if they would make an album cover for Amir's new band, Managed Storage, and their <laughs> album, Packing. And I am sad to report that after one week, Managed Storage, Packing, still does not have an album cover. So for Coverless. any okay. intrepid yeah. graphic designers out there, if you want to make Managed, managed Storage, Packing, uh, make that album cover and send it to nojokepod at gmail.com. Absolutely. And as we all know, Amir, uh, I think was, if I'm remembering correctly, Bill, correct me here, but um, was, was he's in managed storage. Maybe he manages managed storage. I think yes. he has a bit of an evolving relationship with the band itself. So That's I'm right. not exactly sure where Amir stands uh, vis-a-vis managed storage, the, the rock outfit. So if you so. want to know where Amir stands, listen to episode 271, yeah. Festival Consultants, and also listen to episode <laughs> 270, the No Joke Music and Arts Festival 2021. Yes, yes. I can only imagine that fans of of Amir, who don't listen to the podcast but listen to every podcast he's on, listened to that and thought, what are they talking about? Why are they bombarding him? <laughs> yeah. Our poor friend Amir is being bombarded. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And they didn't listen yeah. to the first episode that set up the whole premise, and that's okay. And that's, that's okay. okay. Um, Adam, we also uh, we should thank – we were in Vulture. 
Um, oh yeah, yes. We were in Vulture last week. Vulture yes, reviewed one right. of our podcasts. I think it was the No Joke Music and Arts Festival podcast. They reviewed it, and it was so lovely. So that was thank that you, was Becca really James. Great shout out to Becca. Thank you so much for the ink. We really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so we are uh, certified. We are now completely famous. Uh, mm-hmm. I am being inundated by autograph seekers on the street. Yes. I can't even leave my house. Yes. The paparazzi is out of control. When was the last uh, time you left your house? I haven't left my house since the day that episode. Can't. Dropped. There's literally can't. Yeah, can't can't. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you're in a, in a snowed-in cabin where you open up the front door and snow just pours in. I have people just dumping, dumping into my living room when I it's open crazy. up the front door in the morning. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ben Affleck and or Jennifer Lopez. It, yes. Where it's just like, can mm-hmm. I just get a Dunkin' Donuts mm. iced coffee and spill it on my chest in peace? Exactly. But can I break <laughs> up with my long-term boyfriend of five years every five years and then go back to Ben Affleck <laughs> in peace? In peace. And it's like, I can't because we were in Vulture. So right. Right. Our, we in my Vulture. life... We're my life Vulture is no longer my own. That's yeah. right. That's right. My life is yours. We are we are public. We are public yeah. servants now. <laughs> We're public servants. Unverified on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Adam, you're not verified on Twitter. Do you want that check? What is it? Kit? What? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think hmm. I'm indifferent to know because what can you just kind of like the yes. pros and cons? What are the pros yes. and cons? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, you stand out. You uh, immediately pique yeah. interest. For yes. others looking at you, they're like, I see oh. 17 faves. None have check marks. Hey, one is a verified. And then yeah. you were like, well, I'm going to lead with reading the bio of the verified. I think that's, <laughs> that's, I think that's how it starts. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I think there's also a category where you can see if, you know, if your tweets get 40, 50, 200, 800 faves, you can click yeah. ver- uh, which verified accounts faved or retweeted. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it starts to just like uh, make you Status. in a class. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ask you again, Adam, knowing that now, do you want the blue check? I would feel a bit like a uh, – I don't know if I want it, Bill. I, I don't hmm. have a – I wish I had a clear answer for you because – You offered uh, it. I, if you were offered it, you would take it, but you're not saying yes. you're pining for it. That's it. That's a, that's well said. You took the words right out of my heart. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. exactly – that's exactly right. If Twitter – if mm-hmm. Jack Dorsey showed up on my doorstep, if he was able to fight through the he's paparazzi – He's probably there. And, he's probably yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He probably read the Vulture piece and he's here just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he were to say, uh, hi, Adam, I'm Jack Dorsey from Twitter.com, uh, mm-hmm. from the from the Bay Area, uh, and I want to offer you this blue check to uh, verify you on my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say thank you. Would you like to come in for a cup of coffee? And yes, I accept nine check. But am okay. I going? But am I going to go to the Bay Area and go to Twitter.com headquarters Doesn't sound and like seek? It. I don't. I don't. I just Doesn't don't see myself doing like that. It. No, mm-hmm. no, no. So mm-hmm. I'm not pining for it, but I would accept it with, uh, I believe, graciously. So okay. that's that's what. So that's what, what about you? How do you are feel? different. I'm on oh. a one-way flight to San Francisco, and I'm oh. just coming back till I got that check in my back pocket. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're hunting the you're hunting for the blue check. You're looking. This might for turn it. into a heist. I may have to heist <laughs> a blue check. But average Billy's days are numbered. I need that verified. It turns out that I yeah. want it bad. I'm heading to San Francisco. Take me to thine bay. Take me I to want that bay. check. Let, let, let me ask you this, Billy, and this is a mm-hmm. dumb question. Is mm-hmm. there a way – because I know that like at like your Twitter handle, you can add like little emojis at the end mm-hmm. or like little mm-hmm. graphics. Mm-hmm. Is there like a faux blue check that, or like is there some sort of like clever graphic design uh, inclined person that is able to like 
almost make a fake blue check. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but I yes, and that does exist. But that was clever, like a few years ago. People Got have been it. doing it. So now, Got if you're it. doing it, it's like grandpa. Like grandpa, what are you? What are you, what are you doing? Like we all Got know it. that's not Levi jeans. That's like Lovi jeans. Looks Got like, it. You know what I mean? You're a fake. Got it. You're a fake. So so now let me ask you this, Billy. Um, is it at all cool? Like in the way that. In the way that mm-hmm. things that are, mm-hmm. like, officially sanctioned or, like, officially vetted by the mm-hmm. powers that be mm-hmm. are uh, all of a sudden, like, they become the establishment. How ESPN started as, like, a little punk mm-hmm. rock and indie, but then it became the establishment. Is there any cool cred to not being verified? So, so like, there are a few accounts. Um, Jabuki, White Young, is one that he was verified because he's the best tweeter on Earth. So funny. He would. He would um, pose as the FBI. He would pose <laughs> as all different people. And so Twitter said, we're taking it back. And so now he's no longer verified. And on the streets, that's a cool one. Yeah, got it. But really, the ultimate swag is going Joe Mandy style, which is, I have a million followers. Peace. I'm out. And just leave Twitter all together. And he quit. Yeah, we've talked about the Joe Mandy Twitter experience before, where he his goal, I believe, was to replace all of his human followers with bots that he purchased yeah. and then yeah. quit. <laughs> but he seemed like he was trending towards murdering or being murdered. So I think that he pulled out at the right time. He pulled out at the right time. <laughs> Billy, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but if you had to say, do you have like an absolute all-time favorite or maybe like two or three favorite Twitter follows? And I know that's like, talk about a grandpa question, mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm, are there, mm-hmm. is there anyone that really just sort of like when you scroll past, you see one of their tweets and like it, your serotonin starts firing. It's a guaranteed mm-hmm. hit for you. Mm-hmm. There's one. So this dude got me through the pandemic. His name is Nicholas Lutzko. Um, you've oh yeah, seen his songs. So we oh, talked about yeah. Chris Fleming and him <laughs> occupying a lane yes. of funny music songs. Well, there's a guy named Nicholas Lutzko. I think that his <laughs> yeah. handle is at Nick Lutzko. He originally, when he came onto my scene, he yeah. wrote a song called "I Want to Be at the RNC." I want to be with Dan Bongino. A bop, and- an absolute bop. And I was, I didn't know who this man was. I literally thought he might be Bruce Springsteen's son. I was like, what are we doing here? And week after week, he created this universe, seemingly exclusively on Twitter, about his grandmother's house and it all (laughs) took place via songs where he was so sweaty. He looked like he was in like a microwave while he was singing these songs uh, angrily, like aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like a wake up on Twitter and be like, did he make a song today? Uh, yeah, so, good so that's call. the account. That's the good account. Good call. Right yeah, yeah, he was one of mine too. He was one of mine too. And the way that like the saga of his grandmother who like maybe mm-hmm. lives in the basement, like unfurls over mm-hmm. the course of his <laughs> song. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. I, think that was, I think that was mine. Uh, we still haven't gotten into today's topic, but I'll ask you the same, Adam. I know that you don't go on Twitter maybe as much as I do, but is yeah. there that one follow? Uh, is there that what I mean, th- th- I'm so glad you brought up Nick. Let's go. He's up there for sure. I love mm-hmm. his songs. That mm-hmm. sweet, sweet, co- like comedy rage. Your turn, though. Your turn, amazing. though. Your turn, though. Who do I really love on Twitter? Who? Oh, man. No one is springing right. This was to your mind. question, Adam. I you know, brought I it know. up. I know it. I know. And it's lawyers. Like, the, the rule of being a lawyer is never ask a question that you don't have the answer to already. And yes, I think you're learning that lesson firsthand right now. Good call. Good call. I mean, Joe yeah. Mandy was up there for me when he was on Twitter. I mean, I would love uh, everything that right. he was up to. But that to. was like seven years ago. That was a well, that was a ways ago, yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, maybe this will be the cliffhanger. Maybe we'll find out over the course of the episode follow? today yeah. if Adam can name one Twitter handle. <laughs> 
<laughs> that I like. Because yeah. we don't care if it's actually his favorite. We just yeah. want to hear if Adam can name one Twitter handle. So far yeah. in the first act, 0 for 1. We'll come back in the second act, though, Adam. Great. And we'll see if you can name a Twitter handle. And we will also talk about hockey. <laughs> yes. Hockey. A sport yes. that, honestly, you and I know as much about as the listeners who don't watch sports. So if you're That's a right. non-sporty listener and you're like, I don't want to really hear about the nuts and bolts of hockey. Well, we, well, we don't know them. We don't so know don't them. don't sweat it. Don't yeah, sweat yeah. it. We're just going <laughs> to yeah, exactly. see where, where this hockey puck takes us. Um, That's right. Right. So, Adam, we have to go into an act break first. We'll come back and try and get on course, talk a little hockey. Great. Um, anything come to mind? A sound effect, a thought, um, maybe with the hockey experience for the act break. Oh, the hockey experience. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, maybe I've got a line can... read, maybe. I've got a line read for you, maybe. Let's hear it. All right. So you are, in this uh, upcoming act break, you are a father who's t- taken his five-year-old daughter to uh, her first hockey game. Cool. And you don't know much about the sport, but you want to sound cool. So about a couple minutes into the game, the puck kind of like whizzes by you, and you're going to say to your daughter, Honey, look at that puck fly. (laughs) Honey, look at that puck fly. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today, Billy and I are talking hockey, and that was a line read of a dad who took his five-year-old daughter to her first hockey game. And as the puck whizzes by, he says, Honey, look at that puck fly. And Adam, (laughs) you said it with reverence. Reverence for thine puck. Exactly. I heard it in your voice. You really were like... Look at that puck fly. <laughs> like I've dreamed of this moment my whole life. Forever. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Good, good line read, Adam. Thanks, um, Adam, bud. you grew up in upstate New York. Um, I did. In Albany. What, yeah. is the, what was like the like, um, common ho- professional hockey team that, you were, there were, that people were rooting for? Pro hockey team? I got to be honest with you. I don't think – hockey wasn't really in my purview too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a minor league hockey team that was one of the New Jersey Devils hockey uh, hockey affiliates that was in yeah. Albany called the Albany River Rats. I'm sure we've talked about it before. But mm-hmm. I, so that – and that was like right in Albany. So I've been to a handful of River Rats. <laughs> river Tough Rats. Name. Yeah. Tough name. Like I wanted to interrupt you when you said Devils because like yeah. in and of itself is psychotic. Psycho. Psycho. But then you're – but then they had a that that organization had a <laughs> second rats. meeting in the conference room, and they're like, "I think it can be worse." What's rats. the minor league team called? And not even dry rats, yeah, wet river wet. rats, wet ones, yeah. Oh. Like they can uh, uh, swim. Okay, I don't know about it, these river rats, but you went to a few of their games. A few of their games. It, it is a good point. It's almost as though the name of the team was was almost a challenge to the fans. Will mm-hmm. you root for us even if we are rats from the yes. river? Like yeah, because now you are because now you are rat nation. Everyone who who goes to that game is now a rat. We yes. we support the rat. It's like you can love me at my at my lightning, at my thunder, at my mm. rangers, but do you love me at my river rat? That's like, true. <laughs> like, they are I'm challenging. A, right, yeah, yeah. Are um, you willing to get over this? But yeah. when you went to those games, when you went to those games, did it have the feel of a professional hockey game? Because when I, I went to Islander games growing up, yeah, Island, of course, of course. And there's something distinct about going into a cold environ. Yeah, we all love. If you've worked in the, like the, the food industry at any point, you've walked into a walk-in refrigerator. Good call. Something to be said for an, a, an entire refrigerated room and it's invigorating that vibe yeah yeah a- absolutely yeah 
Yep, yep. That was one of the things that, like, anytime it was, like, the green of the grass when you show up at a baseball field and you're like, wow, that, like, real majestic moment. When yes. you enter the hockey arena, you're getting just, like, is it air conditioning? I know that they put down an icy sheet on the floor, but how is it so cold everywhere? Yeah, I, they must, like, it, they must have to keep the stadium at a certain level just to keep the, the ice frozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But it, it is really invigorating. And something that you have talked about on this podcast before, I believe, uh, is that one of your personal favorite live sports going experiences was mm. going to an LA Kings playoff game, if I'm not mistaken. You were like, yes. that shit was so hyped. <laughs> yes, it was. Exa- it was the Stanley Cup. And yeah. It really felt like, um, like I've been to New York sporting events my whole life and they're always just so dynamic and specific, but LA is like the people who've like support financially the Los Angeles Clippers in ways other than paying their payroll. Yeah. Um, This is like creating the in arena experience and stuff. They're all movie makers. A lot of these people are Hollywood, you know, very famous people. So they put on a show. Show. I was there. I was like... Hockey is secondary to what is happening. Every, <laughs> yeah, like, that's there was cool. just like lasers that would only appear. It was just spectacular. So yeah. I guess I would I would recommend even if you are not a hockey fan. I think it or like even a fan of sport. This is one of those sports that won't make you go broke if you attend a game, and it will be like an interesting singular experience that I yeah. think you would enjoy. Yes. Um, as many people of our age, I mean, my biggest sort of engagement with hockey as a youth was, of course, the video game NHL 94 and mm-hmm. the series of NHL video games, which were mm-hmm. sort of – and Blades of Glory? Blades of Steel? Whatever the Blades Game Boy steel. game was. Blades steel. of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. So, like, my ho- my love of hockey was, in, was completely disconnected from the actual reality of the sport right. itself. I've right. never – I've never played – Ice well, hockey. That's what in I was going to ask you. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Like ice hockey, I know that my man's not playing a frictionless sport. I just know that. <laughs> that is frictionless. Chaos. Like my yeah. man wants his feet planted in the ground, and ice Firmly. hockey, just like the river rats, <laughs> challenges you to get past that fact. <laughs> that's exactly right. But yeah. I was curious about roller hockey because I used to roller hockey heavy with my Hell friends. Yeah. There was a that's... couple summers with Chris Smith and others in Rockville Center where we played roller hockey. Probably on, on rollerblades, like on a tennis court, five times a week, like almost every single day. That, Did tell, you talk? Go talk on. to me about. Uh, no, uh, uh, let me answer your your question first. No, I have never played roller hockey. Right. I'm not great on skates, wheeled or bladed. Mm-hmm. Um, floor hockey in gym class was as close as I've come, and I loved it. But that's friction. Cor- but that's friction. friction. Total friction. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You need friction exactly. with your hockey. That's pulp friction. Thank you for knowing that. Thank you for knowing that about me. Mm-hmm. Um, now let me ask you about gear because one of the things about hockey yeah. is that the, the the bar for entry is fairly high because it simply requires so much gear. Stuff. My friend Dan, Ber- so much stuff. My friend Dan Bernstein, when I was growing up, played hockey, loved hockey, and I was like, the his bag of gear that he would yes. schlep to the rink was literally bigger than him. Yes, and I was like, Cooper. it's a mini. It's Cooper. a mini Cooper, exactly. Mm-hmm. It, so talk. So talk to me about the roller hockey gear beyond roller blades and stick. Are you doing pads, elbow, or knee? And is there a helmet? And, like, tell me a, a mouth guard. Like, how so, serious are we doing? So I love that you are thinking about all of this because we didn't wear any of that. Nothing. I'd like to believe <laughs> that if you showed up, you would be wearing all of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, sorry, guys, this is my first time here. Just, <laughs> I just went to the store. Got, I went to Dick's and got the gear. Yeah. No, we were essentially nude roller Bladers. But when you yeah. start playing with pucks, we were all, that's also a ball. It's like a plastic right. cross ball. You know right. what I mean? 
Right. But when you start playing with pucks, you have to stop. And that's one interesting thing. You have to start wearing gear, excuse me. Yeah. Because when you start playing in real hockey games, it's dangerous. Those so much shots, can hurt you. Yeah. Those slap <laughs> yeah. shots are just shooting a like a like a an asphalt disc <laughs> yeah. 90, 90 miles per hour at you. So uh yeah. Yes. You should wear a helmet in that in that environ. Never really yes. a big gear sports guy though. Exactly. Growing up, you, if you're raised with soccer and basketball, it's really hard for someone to be like, put on this face shield, elbow pads, rib guards, you know. Amen, you, Bill. Amen. Yeah, yes. You know. Have you ever, I, Adam, like played in a sport like that for high school or anything like that? Like anything that required any sort of gear? I mean, I would say the closest I, I came was my martial arts life. Oh, uh, my God. Are you saying your the... gear is a brown belt and a black belt? <laughs> well, what was funny is that when you would do tournaments and you would spar, you would have to put on a helmet and a mouth guard and gloves and, like, mm-hmm. little boots. Like, little little protective booties mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, That's, that... And, yeah, yeah. And, and, even, and even that I found, to be fr- totally frank, cumbersome and a little annoying. Of so, course. like, of anything, course. Yeah, anything more than nothing is a lot. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Right. But Adam, let's live in your Taekwondo experience. Because I feel like we're like, we're like, yeah, yeah, you're a black belt. Or yes, we've heard you say like the five tenants in an act break and stuff. <laughs> One question I've never asked you. Yes. Did you ever absolutely smoke someone by accident? Just like, like a roundhouse to the ear. And you're like, damn. I'm really trying to think. Because when I would, when we would like spar in class, it was like, Again, I'm talking about I'm like 10 to 13 years old. Mm-hmm. So like I'm only mm-hmm. smoking someone with so much ferocity at still. 11. Still. Uh, but still, but still. Um, sparring, as you can imagine, uh, I was a, a, a bit of a tentative sparrer. Uh, mm-hmm. I was um, not the most aggressive. I was wincing before, like I was sort of in a constant state of wince. Right. So you don't have I, pent up rage either that you're not looking to kind of release in this moment. You, yeah. you have pent up anxiety. That That's is, right. Which is right. different. Which is yes. different. Yes. Um, so, like, I don't know if I ever – I mean, like, absolutely. There were a couple times where I would, like, get a good round kick into the chest and, like, that felt mm. great. And, mm-hmm. like, just, like, a good solid one. Uh, but more often than that, I was being hit. So, okay. like, okay. there was – so, uh, what – did I smoke anyone cleanly? No. Was I smoked <laughs> cleanly? Plenty of times. No. So, like, I d- Folks, folks, yeah. he's doing that for comedy. I do not believe that my man no. didn't at least smoke someone with some sort of kick to the chest. I know. A couple Adam, times. I've seen. A couple times. One, there's so many times in my life where I'm like, I thought I knew this guy, and then this happened. And there was the first time where I saw Adam do a high kick, a true high kick, where he could kick over his head. And I literally went home and wrote a sketch that featured Adam doing oh, high yeah. kicks. That's right, Bill. Hilarious. So, yeah. So yeah. if you're like... Adam's yeah. the guy that always gets kicked and punched. Folks, it's not true. My man well, has a roundhouse. Oh, dude, my, you, you flatter me. Uh, but, what is but the when, point of Taekwondo, though? Is it just to land kicks, or do you want to like kick them off their feet? There's no pinning. Yeah, there's no pinning. I mean, like, uh, you know, martial arts, it's like there's a – I feel like there's a couple different – like. There's a How do you win? Like, points of it. Well, when you're sparring, it's like points, like boxing. It's like if okay. you kick them in the chest, that's like a point because okay. they're wearing like a chest guard or whatever. Right. And if you like kick them in the chest, that's a point. If you kick them in the head, I think that's because they're wearing a helmet. That's two points. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's scored just like fencing or boxing or anything like that. And um, headshots are worth the most. 
I'm pretty sure I could be wrong here, uh, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that like chest is one and head is two. Anything below the belt is off limits. I so think that's if you, basically do, the rules. Do kicks get you more points than punches? Because I imagine it's easier to punch someone in the head, but to kick, you have to get way up there. So do you yeah, get an I, extra point for a kick to the head versus a punch to the head? A flexibility bonus point. Um, sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think it's just like contact. If you make mm. any contact with fist or foot, I believe mm. it's like one to the chest, two to the head, and then it's like I want to say it's three. God, how does it work? What are the rules? Two timed rounds, three timed rounds. Okay. First one to f- three points. I can't exactly remember how you win mm-hmm. the round or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a referee, and it's very like, yeah, it's like boxing for kiddos in that way. Can, now, uh, if you, I like know that there's form and style and certain like moves, but can you just punch someone in the nose and get a point? Or is that like, is that no? Not I nice? I think that's frowned upon. I think that's frowned upon. It really is like. Uh, it's not MMA in that way. It's not like mm-hmm. you're not aiming. You're not aiming to injure or wound. Just like blast them right <laughs> yeah. between the eyes, like just like a it. like a quick jab, and then suddenly it's like now nah, I'm just gonna kick the hell out of this person. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that would be again. I think in the Taekwondo polite gentleman's martial arts community, I think that would yeah. be frowned upon uh, <laughs> in a street would, fight. God. Go f- See, in a street fight, pop him in the schnitzel right away. Exactly. Yeah. Right in the <laughs> yeah. schnitz. See, now, if we, if you and I ever, well, this wouldn't apply to you, but if I was, if we ever did a show where we did things that we never had done before, I would want to do Taekwondo against someone who knows Taekwondo, and I would just want to know how you get points. I yeah, wouldn't want yeah, to know yeah. anything else, because my play would be sock yeah. them square between the eyes where they don't <laughs> yeah. see it coming. When their eyes are blurry, kick, 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 kick. I would kick, literally kick. try and have 40 points by the end of the first set. <laughs> Hilarious. Now, you know what? This actually is a pretty good bridge to our topic for the day because hockey is the only sport that remains uh, fight like out that where it's just like fighting is not not only allowed and to some degree encouraged, it is mm-hmm. baked into the cake of the sport. It is like right. there are infor- literal people on the teams who are inf- like not officially but maybe unofficially called the enforcers, and their Correct. job is just to come out and rough up the opposing players straight Correct. up. Correct. So that that's pretty true. wild. Yeah. And this past year in the NHL, there was such bad blood. And usually yeah. it's when there's acknowledged bad blood between yeah. both teams. They almost go say to the ref, hey, I'm going to start this fight just so you know. And every, <laughs> it's, it becomes a controlled burn. There was yeah, such bad burn, blood between, yeah. I believe it was the Rangers and someone else that yeah. – before the puck was even dropped, the game hadn't even started. Oh, no. All ten people on the ice dropped their gloves and squared no. off against one another. Before it's almost the like, game let's starts. just get it out of the way. Let's just mm-hmm. almost like get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And there is like a gentleman's agreement to when the person goes down, the fight is over and all that, but like it's a fight forward league and people love it. It's yeah, very pe- gladiator. People love it. People love that. And and that so that actually answers my question. Is that the sort of unwritten rule of a hockey fight? Is that once someone hits the ice, it's yes. over? Okay, yes. got and it. And it's also I think that why they let them fight is because it's for the safety of the referee. Because if a referee was constantly asked to get yeah. between these two fights and break them up while they're happening, they would all be pummeled. So once one yeah. goes down, that's actually the cue that referees are allowed to come in and disengage and all parties will. 
Yeah, hockey Sorry. ref seems hockey ref seems like um, it takes some bravery and, and, and courage to, hockey to be a, everything. A hockey takes everything. Some bravery yeah, and Those totally. Are the dudes with like missing four teeth and drinking eight beers after the game, and you're just like caveman style for life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? exactly. And but what's so funny is because there is that like brutality to hockey of like mm-hmm. like you said, it's a fight forward league. There's a lot of roughing up and just like people slamming hitting. each other against the hitting, just straight up physical mm-hmm. violence. Violence. But mm-hmm. what's so funny and what sort of balances that out to me is like the sheer finesse and like subtlety of like the wrist flick and how hard it seems to mm-hmm. actually score a goal. Score. It seems yes. so hard. Golf and like vibes. golf, it's total like golf so vibes. So many little things have to go yeah. for you to sneak this little thing into these little crevices. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So like that delicate delicate finesse mm-hmm. sort of like fine motor skill in mm-hmm. in concert with like these hairy ass brutes smashing yes. each other in the teeth is mm-hmm. such a wonderful and kind of beautiful yin and yang i find and to what, hockey and what and what that produces is every so often a wayne gretzky who is yeah. just like amongst all of these just like monsters yeah. it's just this like silky smooth yeah. graceful delicate can do whatever i want dance between you all it's like a yeah waltz. it was like a waltz with him and that's what made him the greatest of all time beyond yes. the fact that he could score and everything he just added this like gentle and stunning approach he was also like the fastest man on earth that was one interesting thing i learned he was like faster than every like on foot faster than like every really? other athlete <laughs> yeah. no kidding. i learned that wow I, learned that. I like was reading about him once and he would race people and dust nfl athletes wow no dust kidding soccer players yeah that's sick. That's so cool. <laughs> right, because when our Iceman, we never think of our Iceman on foot. Iceman. I know, yeah, exactly. It's like, so you just drive home in those skates and you sleep in those skates, That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. 100%. You're a skateman, yeah. you're an Iceman. Um, it is funny to you... imagine, like, if they get excited before their first day of school, they go to, they go to bed in their, in their work uniform, mm. and they're all <laughs> Alex Ovechkin just going to sleep in his full, full pads, full skates. That so excited is... for work. Adam, if we ever uh, get like a hockey contract, NHL, ESPN, and we have to make a series of spots for them, you just came up with that. <laughs> yeah, so exciting. And I like for the idea of work. their blades cutting through uh, their comforters <laughs> and their sheets. And all yeah. Those <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, add second act break. The Iceman will cometh back. Oh, lovely. A Eugene O'Neill reference? Wow. Come on, dog. I'm a big EON. Whoa. You, know, you know I love EON. <laughs> For eons, for eons, I've loved E O N. Okay, Billy. In that, in that case, uh, may yeah, I actually crap. propose a, a oh, line no. or line oh, reading to no. thee? Yes. <laughs> okay. I thought you were the line read guy. No, no, okay. okay, but I just want to flip the script a little bit. And because you're such an E O N head, I, I would E-O-N. actually. Lo- <laughs> I'd actually love it if you could just perform one of the deleted excerpted scenes from The Iceman Cometh, where if you could step out on the porch and mm-hmm. you see The Iceman Cometh, and can you actually turn to your spouse who's inside or just mm-hmm. call for her and say, honey, The Iceman Cometh. Maybe oh. just something like that. <laughs> oh. Maybe just You see The Iceman approaching and you are just letting your spouse know. I- <sighs> huh. Honey. The Iceman's cometh. Hi! Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today we're talking hockey, and that was Billy's tr- compelling and scintillating read from Eugene O'Neill's play, The Iceman Cometh, the famous mm-hmm. scene where the Iceman cometh. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I could be honest, if I could be honest, this is the actor in me. I'm now back in my car. I'm driving home yeah. from set. Yeah. And the one thing I'm lingering on, the one thing if it was like if I could change one thing, I yeah. wish I got one more take because – 
I kind of flubbed the line. I said, what, honey, fl- I said, honey, the ice man's cometh. <laughs> the ice man. You and added I, the, yeah. And I know yeah. that in post, I know that in post, they we can could, clean it up. We can clean it up in post. I don't want to make it. extra work for the editor. I wish I now it. people are, like in the booth are going to be like, if he had only hit this line clean, we wouldn't have to deal with this. This is going to be another day of work. I get Honey, it. the ice man's cometh. I get it. And also uh, it's like, and for someone like you who has such reverence for EON and like yes, just to, and the page. And, I, and the page EON and the written and word. The page, the yes. written word. Yes. 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 It's like, you don't want to be like, oh, look, it's Romeo or Juliet. It's like, oh, oh shit, I missed oh, it. God. I missed it. Yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be, that's, that's exactly that. what I did. I basically just said, oh, look, it's Romeo or Juliet. I feel like an idiot. EON, <laughs> yeah, a- EON is turning in his grave. Is he dead? Yeah. He's very dead, quite dead. Okay, yeah. very dead, yep. So he's turning yeah. in his grave. Huge yeah. EON guy, know all about his birth and death. <laughs> <sighs> oh, anyway, Bill, shake it off. It was a great line, especially because you added a little bit of flair at the beginning. I wasn't even anticipating that it was an early morning ice morning. man. Morning. It Good a, morning. It was, it was the morning up. ice man. Exactly. Yep. And In my mind, I was like, it's the milkman. That was actually yep. what I was. That was my little actor trick. Well, to be honest, that actually really bled through in red. So I, I would say mm-hmm. great job. You got the job. Wow, I thought yeah, I had already got shot it. the scene. I thought I, I thought I had already <laughs> shot the scene, but I oh, have to I, go back again. It sounds like I got the job. Like, yeah, uh, Billy, I did want to circle back to the Twitter conversation because uh, mm. I uh, there is someone's tweets who I really appreciate, <laughs> nice and then I do, nice and catch. then I do before this before that kind of slips out into the ether. Mm-hmm. Um, comedian and friend Dave Ross, who I can't remember his Twitter handle, but for years. Tough. Tough. For years, maybe <laughs> I think it's maybe at Dave Ross, maybe at Dave okay. Ross, Dave Ross. Sure. I have no idea. Uh, but for for a long time, every single day, he maybe or maybe just since the pandemic, but for at least a year, he's just been tweeting, "What day is it?" No punctuation. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. day is it? Mm-hmm. And he just tweets mm-hmm. it every day, maybe sometimes multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. And I like and I like that. I, that I sounds like, like some, that sounds designed for you. That I like that. Designed for you and your sense of humor. Are you yeah. familiar with the Twitter account Coffee Dad? I don't think I am, Bill. So Coffee Dad, it's, yeah. I, it might be at Coffee Dad. Um, for, okay. It's been, been around since Twitter has started. And all this uh, account does is like every nine months just says something oh, flattering about coffee from a dad's <laughs> perspective. Just like, mm, coffee. Or like, <laughs> yeah. make, about to make a pot. And yeah, that's yeah. it. And <laughs> when it shows up, this is Puxatawney Phil, folks. Like when it shows up, you're like, oh. I saw the groundhog today. It was such a treat. <laughs> coffee Dad. Mmm, Coffee. <laughs> So basic. Oh, I love it. Real Twitter. I do like that. Now. Yeah, I love that. Um, we'll get back to hockey in a hot second. Okay, great. I lied. I know nothing about EON. Uh, I don't know what the Iceman is. Is it a monster? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a monster. It's not a snow monster? No, I don't think it's a snow monster. His plays were really more about uh, sad, drunk, alcoholic Irish families. Oh, so it's God. more in that vein rather than I know mm. the title really sets you up for like, oh, this is like this is like the Wolfman or like Space yeah. Man. Okay, good. Yeah. Like, when I hear the Iceman cometh, I think of the land of misfit toys. There's like yeah. this one white monster that lives out there. You know the monster that lives in the snow? It's one of those. The um, abominable snowman, yeah. That's the right. Yeti. That's right. Yeah. I always thought that um the Iceman cometh was the Yeti yeah. is coming. <laughs> yeah, the Yeti is coming. The Yeti is coming. Yeah, no, it's it, if only, if only it were that fantastical. It's much sadder than that and much more realistic and sad. We yeah. saw a drunk Irish play in Los Angeles with Harvard Sailing Team once and it went on for eons. Was it 
a Eugene O'Neill play. Do you remember the one I'm talking about? Wait, 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 wait. I'm almost there. Refreshing. Jane Krasinski. Jane Krasinsk. I, we were all, the Harvard sailing team went to an Irish play together in Los Angeles. It was a play. It might not have been Irish, but it was definitely drunk. And it was about a family in this one scene. And all they did was like get drunk and be sad and angry. And it was like, a, this is like a classic play. If you don't yeah, know, I won't belabor it. Sounds like Long Day's Journey in Tonight, which is it like was, Eugene. It was, dude. Yeah. It was. That, is that you? That's Eugene O'Neill? That's E-O-N. And as you know, as a huge fan. Hate E-O-N. E-O- Turns yeah, yeah. out, hate E-O-N. <laughs> The Iceman is not invited to my house anymore. (laughs) We went to that play, and when we left, I said to Marina, end the game. Oh, right, right. I will always, moving forward, always, like, you can count on this, look at the runtime on the website before the play. And if it's anything over two hours, I'm not coming. I'm not going with you. The, I, the, the bill man does not cometh to the no, Iceman cometh. The bill man stayeth because three hours and like 40 minutes of watching a family get progressively drunker in a living room in a theater is Bill's hell. That's and sadder. Don't forget. And sadder. 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 Yeah. Yep. Sadder. More divided. More divided. Like, I don't need fire in my hell. I don't need devils or the New Jersey devils in my hell. God, that's you funny. You put me in row J. For Jesus. three hours and 40 minutes watching Jane Krasinski and the gang get angry on a stage. <laughs> oh, I'm out, You're sharks. killing me, Bill. I'm, I'm going to write a play called The Bill Man Stayeth, and it stars you not going to a Eugene O'Neill play. Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah. And it's a one-minute play, <laughs> and it's me just clicking around a website, seeing the runtime, and saying, Honey, nah. I'm not going. <laughs> Lights out. Oh, yes. that's so good. Oh, man, yes. that's amazing. No, I, I'm with you. That is, um, yeah, his plays, much like the River Rats, challenge the fans challenge, to yes. sort of get on board. If you see a play and it's three and a half hours, let me put it this way. I mm-hmm. went to see a Broadway production of Long Day's Journey in Tonight with oh, a no. star-studded cast. Oh, and Bill, no. not only was it, I want to even say pushing four hours, it had two intermissions. No thanks. Two don't have to pee that bad. Let's wrap it <laughs> yeah. up, folks. Wrap it up, folks. Wrap it up, folks. Yeah. Can this long day be a little bit shorter, please? And you think yeah. you know your best friends and your wife, and you leave the theater, and everyone has, like, smiles on their face, and they're talking about it. And I'm looking around like, am I in an alternate reality? Like, yes. how are people joyful right uh, Billy, it's so how funny are- because— yeah. Sorry, sorry, Billy. No, please, please. How are people trouble? I, I, now that you were mentioning this, I remembered the circumstance. For whatever reason, I couldn't go, but Maggie was there, and I remember oh. her coming home and telling me like Billy was like she was love. She was just she was like, yeah, it was great. It was a play, fine and good. But yes. she was like, the best part was how mad Billy was, <laughs> just yes, like I how was. how actively upset Billy was at having to be there for four hours. And like, so uh, here was like this was the physical <laughs> manifestation of my frustration from that night. We all walk out of the theater, and everyone's talking. Talking about the play and I couldn't handle it anymore and I knew that we parked far away like a half mile and I looked at Marina and like we were all gonna go to a restaurant or something yeah. to our cars I was like Marina I'm going to just run to the car. Yeah, I gotta get out of here. And I just ran to the car and drove it there, and then had to drive the same speed as everyone walking to their cars again. But I had to run away. <laughs> oh God! Thank God. God bless your honesty. God bless your integrity, Bill. You are a man of your word. You are a man who knows thyself. The Bill yeah. man, he stayeth. Stayeth. He stayeth. Stayeth. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny to me. Yeah, yeah, those plays are long and 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 can be quite dull. That's yeah. true. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Um, hockey, Adam. 
Do we know yeah. who's currently in the NHL playoffs right now? Just if I think that sometimes it's fun, and I'll look it yeah. up real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For us to maybe just pick a team to track, and we could be big fans for them. Yeah. The. Uh, to win the Stanley Cup, maybe for the next few weeks. What do you think about that? Hell yeah, absolutely. I know literally nothing except for that maybe, maybe, and you probably know this for sure, is that I think mm-hmm. the Islanders are are in there, right? They are, are in there, buddy. Oh, they nice. In there. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I'm going to try and find right now, real quick, is there the a bracket. team? I mean, the Islanders, the Islanders are playing Boston. Oh, wow. Okay. okay, the Bruins. Colorado is playing Vegas. Okay. Vegas? I, did, right. I don't even think I knew Vegas had a hockey team, but right on. Mm-hmm. In cool. fact, I think that these are maybe even the finals, Adam. So oh, wow. Okay, great. We, we have four teams to choose from, and we'll okay. be big fans and track them throughout. Do you want to be okay. a Boston Bruins fan, a New York Islanders fan, a Colorado Avalanche fan, or a Vegas something fan? Well, I got to say, obviously, I mean, my instinct is Islanders, of course, mm-hmm. for all the mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, regional allegiance, um, the fact that you are a Nassau Coliseum veteran. All of the, Do they still play in the Nassau Coliseum, by the way? They certainly do. Amazing. So I mm-hmm. think it has to be. I mean, I hate to like, I don't want to get too clever. I don't want to out-clever okay. myself. I think I just no. have to say the, the New York Islanders, who also have an amazing logo where the hockey stick is the shape of Long Island. The Y. It's the shape of a Y. It's the shape of the Y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Okay. I like so that. So we lot. are big Islanders fans Huge. moving forward. Uh, Islanders Nation, we're going to need you to tell a friend that this is now basically an Islanders podcast movie. Big forward. time. Yeah, big time. So we want to see, coming out of the second round, the New York Islanders uh, win their matchup against the Boston Bruins. That's the most hockey thing we'll probably say on this podcast. Yes. And it probably is because, Adam, that was the hockey podcast. Billy, this was great. I could talk hockey and Eugene O'Neill with you yes. forever, dude. And Those... the two, the two go hand, almost go hand in hand. When you think of hockey, you think of O'Neill. Yep. When you think of O'Neill, you think of hockey. So, like, it's not a surprise to me that O'Neill came up during this podcast episode. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, the Iceman yeah. cometh and Billy stayeth. <laughs> Exactly. And, that's, and that's how we're going to end this podcast. And Perfect. for this podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>